0: Welcome to Investor Insights, the wealth management podcast where we address investor needs, help you enhance your financial situation, and explore all parts of a person's financial life. And now, the host of Investor Insights, Mike Williams. Hello there, it's Mike Williams of Genesis and welcome back to the latest episode of Investor Insights. You know, we're going to call this one, It's All Greek to Me. And anybody watching the news will know what that means. Uh, The Greek tragedy continues to unfold. Yeah, I know that the weekend implies that an agreement was reached and headlines heralded in, as you might guess, right at the last minute, they came to an agreement. But... uh, Anybody reading the document or the outline of the agreement would tell you that they're probably better off being let go. Uh, you know, we stand by the idea that uh, the Greek incident is uh, a lesson in what shouldn't be done. We should not be bailing out a country that structurally is not uh, constructed in a manner. Uh, and does not allow its economic uh, processes to unfold in a manner that will permit success. Uh, You just can't, I I feel sorry for the people who live in Greece, but the government has structured something that is almost insurmountable. You cannot have a population that is so socially oriented, given so much, so much is paid for, uh, they get six and eight and 10 weeks of vacation, the Job market is such that you can retire in your 50s. Uh, The pension structure is unsustainable, and you cannot have a country that gets all of that stuff, uh, continues to borrow because it makes no revenue, because people won't pay taxes. Uh, It's the dirty little secret of a country. If you want freedom and if you want good things, taxes are required. if our country did not pay its taxes, and if our government was not at record revenues, record revenues, by the way, we've never earned this much money at the government level. If it wasn't that way, we certainly wouldn't have the lifestyle we have here. So uh, let, let's face it, Greek tragedies continue to unfold. I do not see this being uh, anything more than a Band-Aid. Uh, Sure, it may solve the problem temporarily. The only good thing that I saw in the agreement was the $50 billion privatization fund, more as a collateralized process where the government will get out of business and let a lot of the uh, services and agencies go into private hands. Look, we've all learned in the past that countries that privatize government agencies Uh, find that they do it more effectively after it's not a government agency. (laughs) So, surprise, surprise. Uh, Entrepreneurialism can work in any country as long as you let it unfold. So, uh, look, uh, many moons ago, strangely enough, the sort of the comedy in all of this is that, oh, 20 years ago, if you and I woke up and we turned on the news, we watched one of three stations. The odds of us ever even knowing about Greece are minimal. Uh, This would have never affected the United States. It never would have kept all the investors enthralled and waiting for every heartbeat in the headlines. Never would have happened. But at the end of the day, listen, we cannot In the advanced world we live in today, we cannot assume that a country like Greece and its total global output would overwhelm or in any way radically harm the other 99% of the global GDP. It just literally is impossible. That's the equivalent of saying that if Atlanta, Georgia disappeared off the face of the earth that somehow the entire globe would fold up on itself. That just isn't going to happen, guys. So let's put Greece where it belongs, uh, off the headlines, on the back burner, and forget about it. Uh, so what else can we talk about? Um, let me kind of take you back in time for a second. Um, it's 1982, skyrocketing inflation, ridiculously high mortgage cost, plus prime rates, oil embargoes, huge budget deficits, terrible sentiment, a crappy jobs market, we're coming off the 70s, it was a lost decade, and we had serious recessionary pressures. The manufacturing sector of our country was gutted, the rust belt was referenced as gone. The Dow, well, it was a, a paltry 970 on the first Friday I got in this business. So why do I list all of this? Well, it's a it's a lesson of sorts. Uh, back then, most just focused on the problems, as we seem to do today as well. It was hard to ignore things back then. It It all looked pretty tough, just like now. The experts suggesting we fear the worst sure sounded correct. And the worst part is they felt correct as well. The horizon was dark, terrible just like now but history taught us that while all were paying attention to the problems there was something else unfolding something the country had never experienced in its history it was the largest demographic bubble to ever enter the working economic system of our country we now know them as the baby boomers the point well look 20 years from now a time most cannot even find the window to imagine, we will look back and see another lesson, much like the one from the early 80s has been taught. We will learn that the new wealthy part of the economy then will be those who paid attention to what was really happening now, while everyone else focused on the problems. We have a choice, you know. We can focus on all the things currently clouding the horizon, the Greece, the conflicts, the Eurozone, the deficits, the debts, the currencies, etc., etc., etc. It's working. Sentiment stinks, and that's good, by the way. Or, you know, we can think about focusing on something else, something a bit more positive, but that requires faith. We can focus on the one common theme linking the last lost decade of the 70s with the most recent lost decade that started this century. And here's the common theme. They both preceded an economic and demographic event never before witnessed by the U.S. economy. Then it was the baby boom. And while everyone was worried and focused on problems, the world changed. Now, something even bigger than the baby boom is unfolding. Quite a bit bigger. It's a tailwind no one speaks of or even feels, as currently it is lost in the frenzy over, you got it, all the problems. Now, it's Generation Y. And like it or not, fearful or not problems or not dark horizon perceived or not we will not stop them from coming we will not stop it from unfolding this wave is coming and this change is coming whether we like it or not and the world well it's going to change again too in ways we cannot imagine generation y is bigger bolder and better They're more technologically advanced. They're better tooled than the baby boom. The baby boom was 78 million strong. Between 1985 and 2005 in this country, 100 million human beings were brought into the world. That gigantic egg of people, that bubble of people is growing up. They're just starting to hit various sections of our economy. There are going to be surprises on the horizon we can't fathom right now. And strangely enough, everybody today in the investment world is as afraid, generally speaking, as they were back in 2009. Even better, just today we received word that the Bank of America Merrill Lynch survey of mutual fund managers shows a cash level now held by them that exceeds both the low period of 2009 at that catastrophe low as well as the 2003 lows of the tech bubble bursting. Now, how do money managers show they're afraid? They raise cash. Today, there's more cash in mutual funds waiting for a perceived correction than there was after the collapses of 2008, 2009, and 2003. Staggering. Think about that. The mutual fund managers are scared. The investors are scared. The investor masses are scared. There's eight trillion dollars in money market accounts and bank accounts. There are trillions of dollars in bond funds. And hundreds of billions of dollars have been sold out of equity funds over the last couple of years. Strangely enough, oddly enough, as the market just barely struggles just under record highs. So I say to you again, we can focus on the one common theme linking the last lost decade with the most recent lost decade. They both preceded an economic and demographic event never before witnessed by the United States economy. Then it was the baby boom. And while everyone worried and focused on problems, the world changed. Now it's Gen Y. There's nothing that's going to stop that from unfolding no matter what happens in Greece, or the Eurozone, or with the Euro, or with any other currency on the planet. And the world, well get ready everyone, it's going to change, big time. Hope for a summer swoon, pray for a summer swoon. We look forward to seeing you again on the next episode. Have a great time with family and friends, enjoy the summer, enjoy the break. Before you know it, we're going to all be back at work and the kids will be back in school and the normal stresses will return. Have fun now and pray for that setback. Be disciplined and patient. There are great things ahead for the United States. Until we talk again, may your journey be grand and your legacy significant. Thanks again for your time.